What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, Lucrecy Ginger, myself, John McKay. And on the other side, I have one of my best friends in the world, the wise, the one, the only, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Uh, it's great. Um, and I I don't have ginger. I have the gray hair. That's what I have. So, well, that means yeah. you're wise. I, that is wise, yes. Uh, old. Old and wise, yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into the big club, I have some announcements that I just saw earlier that kind of – I knew it probably was coming, but it kind of breaks my heart. Uh, Tuki yeah. Toussaint yes. was DFA'd and traded to the Angels for cast considerations. Yes, saw that. I like that he's with the Angels because that's my second favorite team because of, you know, Jared Walsh. Yes, uh, yeah. Perry Manasium is over there. He used to – he was a – Assistant GM for the Braves for a long time, so uh, right, that's right, that's good. I like, I like dealing. If 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 a Braves player had to go anywhere, I'd rather it be the Angels. Sure, and uh, the uh, the Angels uh, come to town uh, very soon as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Jared Walsh, I mentioned him because he's a former, he's a Bulldog. And yes, as, I, as, I knew that. Yeah, as you guys have yeah. listened to this, y'all figured out that I'm a Georgia fan too. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But some people wonder. Some people wonder if I'm a bigger Murray State fan. But that's, that's for a different podcast. Well, yeah, that that's yeah, that's uh, that's one we definitely uh, could uh, go into in a later time, <laughs> for sure. Um, Eddie Rosario makes his return, and Tyler Matzik is slated to come back soon. Yes, they both were uh, activated, I believe, uh, Monday from injured uh, reserve. That's good. Um, <clears throat> you know. Uh, Matic, what a great year he had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you know, many people know about his struggles before that, uh, and and what a great year. You know what it adds, I think, is an arm that is not going to be tired by the end of the year, right? Uh, because it's going to give him he's going to be a little bit stronger than maybe everybody else. Uh, you know, the fortunate thing for the Braves is that you know that bullpen, even though it's been used, uh, you know the pitchers. Uh, to a small degree, starting to stretch it to six, seven innings, mm-hmm. uh, which means you're using one or two less bullpen guys. Uh, Monday night, the the exception to the rule because of uh, the rain, and and uh, unfortunately with Wright, we'll talk about that later, trying to go for his 10th win, and all of a sudden it came a downpour, uh, which we could use some rain here, which we got some on Sunday, which was nice. But uh, anyway, the bullpen was used last night, but with Magic coming back, it gets you a, a strong arm. Gives you another left-handed arm in the bullpen uh, because you know of you know teams like the Dodgers and others that that uh, sometimes have that left-handed uh, hitting lineup and uh, you can kind of uh, uh, foil that a little bit by uh, using those lefties. Not only one, but you can come two out of the bullpen or even three out of the bullpen. <laughs> that makes it even more dangerous. Did Ed Marlowe say that you guys got two inches of rain at one point? Yeah, we got uh, in places uh, some. I think we got about an inch and a half. Some got two. Um, yeah, Sunday afternoon, it we had not had rain in 25 days, is what wow. it amounted to. It started to look like I had mowed in two weeks uh, because my grass had not grown. Uh, it started to look like it was, um, you know, like August when mm-hmm. your grass starts to die uh, and it gets really crunchy, and so. Uh, Sunday, it just came a downpour. There's a lot of other places around us that were getting rain, but uh, as far as Murray goes, Murray had not gotten a lot of rain at all, and as I mentioned, in about that 25 days. So 
uh, it came a huge rain and uh, it was nice. So, um, uh, we, uh, you know, farmers were in desperate need of some rain and uh, they got it a little bit on, on Sunday. Well, the same system that hit the Braves last night around eight forty-five, eight fifty. um, the, we got now. I live about forty minutes north of the ballpark, and we got some right. thunder around nine thirty, ten o'clock. But it never yeah. did. It never did rain or anything up here. But wow, uh, I'm I'm surprised that you didn't get any because uh, you know, I, it looked like headed your way, uh, and we <clears throat> just must have avoided you altogether. <laughs> we, we definitely got the thunder. Um, right, it was right. kind of hard to tell between the fireworks and the thunder. So. Gotcha. I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, Fourth of July. Yeah, oh, yeah. We. Matter of, the funny thing is, uh, we we canceled our fireworks here in Murray because it was so dry. Uh, oh, and yeah. and where they where they shoot the fireworks off is is in the middle of what we call Bee Creek, the soccer complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's away from everything. Uh, and so uh, the uh, fire chief and the fire marshal and others all got together and said, "Well, we may not want to burn Bee Creek down." Uh, let's not shoot the fireworks. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to shoot. Now that didn't stop everybody else from shooting fireworks right. uh, around this lovely town, and uh, it it went off all the way from. Uh, I think somebody finally decided last night. You know, it's quiet from about ten to eleven, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, eleven o'clock, somebody decided to shoot a couple more off. Nice. But uh, anyway, it's you know it it is what it is. But you know, <clears throat> fireworks for a Braves win is a good thing. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's exactly, you know, what you were hearing on Monday night. Well, they did end up canceling the fireworks after the game because it was so late, but well, it was late because they had a two and a half hour rain delay. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, and again, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute, but again, that, that kind of, uh, knocked Kyle Wright out of going mm-hmm. for uh, 10 wins and joining, um, I think Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers and one mm-hmm. more, uh, with 10 wins. And, uh, you know, you look at that, and, and even though Max Fried is that guy that's the number one starter on the Braves, you know, you've got two other guys in the National League with 10 wins, and, right. and uh, you know, it sets you up for a potential all-star start, uh, you know, with that many wins, which is kind of a surprise. But, but hey, I, I don't I, – I personally, for an all-star, uh, yeah, great, you make it. Uh, maybe you get to pitch, but for me, it's um, – you know, I want you for the rest of the season. Right. Uh, that's that's what I want. So uh, I don't care about the All Star game, and and uh, you know I'm still a little salty. They took it out of Atlanta last year anyway to begin with. So oh yeah. Uh, and I didn't even watch it last year because because I didn't. I thought that was the wrong. I thought that was a bad move. I thought that was the wrong move. I thought that was a terrible move. And so um, anyway, I'm not sure I watched it this year. But we got a lot of guys that are battling for spots. Uh, to make the the starting you know starting lineup and and of course Snickers the manager so you know I I, I may watch it just because of that and Snickers going to have the choice of who gets to start and and <laughs> if I'm Brian Snicker you know I start the other guys and leave my guys alone and that way if something happens to them then I I you know hey well you know I'm not worried about it but anyway start all uh, the Mets start all the Mets that's right we're going to start Degrom and we're going to start Scherzer or we're going to pitch Scherzer and see how that goes because those guys are, are uh, either uh, back or healthy or getting healthy or, or uh, whatever. As my son said, you know, uh, with DeGrom pitching down in, in a single A, he said, that's not fair. No. <laughs> so, and, and that's true. That's not fair when you've got, you know, a guy who's probably one of the better pitchers 
in the in the in the majors whatsoever and and um he's down there pitching an a ball and all of a sudden you know going up against guys that are like oh no you know that's funny because the grom is one of those guys that's been linked to potentially coming back to home uh which would be the braves you read uh, my mind <laughs> I, I, that, that was the lead-in that was a lead-in for you you know um yeah, that that's been an interesting link because he's a hometown boy. So in Florida, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's um, so you know that's and and I was surprised by that um, just because if you know Mets, you know my thing with the Mets is this: they've always struggled with starting pitching. Okay, mm-hmm. so they signed Scherzer to a deal that gets him you know three hundred million dollars, I think over. Uh, you know, a period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, if I am the Mets, if I have got a team, and again, this is kind of like the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. If I am the Mets, I don't know that I let him go, but yet I can also justify letting him go just because of the injuries that he's had over right. the last few years. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, the same thing. I don't think Clayton Kershaw will be a Dodger next year just because of the injuries that he had. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Clayton Kershaw, boring, boring game the other night. I guess he's in the dugout um, and he's seen how many baseballs he can get in his hand. Um, and let me tell you, uh, it was more than five that guy could get in his hand. Okay. Wow. So yeah, he, he was. I don't know what my, my wife said. He's bored. And I said, yes. I said he's a pitcher. He's not having a chart. He's not doing anything. And so he was just sitting there, had had like eight or nine baseballs out there, right there together, and he's just seeing how many he can hold in his hand. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, so uh, we digress, I guess. But, but yeah, you know, if I'm the – and the Mets will probably get killed if – I mean, in the in the media sense, if they let DeGrom go. Right. But I could also see how they could let him go. You know, let Syndergaard go, and all of a sudden he's pitching well, or, or at least somewhat well, for the Angels. And so if you let this guy go, then all of a sudden, uh, oh, and, and you don't really have much of a backup – uh, to go to in the in the Mets farm system, except no, not really. uh, Scherzer, and you know the Braves have always had great pitching that they can rely that they can fall back on. You know, uh, you know even if Charlie Morton does not resign next year or retires or something, they've got guys that they can fill in with that they've seen. You know, Bryce Elder, Spencer Strider, uh, Tucker Davidson, uh, you know Kyle Wright. You know those Kyle guys Muller. can yeah Kyle Muller. Those guys can fill in. Uh, and those guys can jump up there and be in the rotation, and the Mets don't really have that to fall back on. So, you know, I could see it both ways. I wouldn't blame them either way if they decided to let him go, but I don't know necessarily that I want him being paid a lot of money to come into the Braves um, unless he could pitch, you know, a a lot. Uh, um, As I think my son said, you know, I I wouldn't want to sign him because he only pitches about 75 innings a year, you know, and that's probably around true. He hasn't right. pitched any this year, and all of a sudden he's going to, you know, get started. So, anyway, we digress, throw, right? I'm going to throw one more thing out there and see what you think. I would like yes. to see Zach Wheeler in a Braves uniform. Well, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I don't – and, again, if if you're the Braves right now, you bring anybody in, you know, DeGrom does not have to be the number one guy, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and neither does Zach Wheeler uh, because – we don't need him to. Right. We need him to be able to pitch very well and 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 be able to be that third or fourth guy, mm-hmm. personally. 
I think next year what you're going to have, if Charlie, if, if they don't re-sign Morton, uh, which I, I think they should. I think Morton's just getting heated, heated up, personally. Mm-hmm. But if they don't re-sign Charlie Morton, then you're probably going to plug somebody like Mike Soroka back into the rotation. He does not have to come out and be that number one guy because you're going to move somebody like Kyle Wright up to that maybe that number two spot. Um, you know, and then if you sign, if, if even if you signed a Grom or if you had somebody like Zach Wheeler or somebody like that come in, then they move that into the third spot. Uh, you take somebody like Ian Anderson and keep him where he is. If you want to move uh, Spencer Strider, give him more innings. That's a guy you could use. So you know the rotation is kind of crowded right now, and that's a good thing. But I still think there is competition because of how Ian Anderson has been pitching lately, and it hasn't been very good. And we've talked about that before. Those guys down in the, down in you know Gwinnett and Rome and some of those other places, you know, could really kick it in gear and could take over maybe that number four spot where Ian Anderson is pitching because back to back bad starts for Ian Anderson and of course he's pitching coming up this week against the Cardinals. Uh, oh wait, he's pitching on Tuesday night. Right. Uh, so you know it's it's scary. Uh, you know you can't go that many more starts of where you struggle like he has been. And, and I still think there's competition for that third, that four spot in the rotation. Um, Spencer Strider's not going to be the guy to move up. He's still going to be in that fifth hole. And eventually, and too, you mentioned this uh, in one of the podcasts last week, he's coming up on that innings uh, where, you know, you don't want him to throw too many innings in a year, mm-hmm. uh, throw too many pitches in a year. And I'm fine with that. Um, and so that means you move him back to the bullpen. Guess what? Somebody else has got to come up and fill the spots, you know. So that means somebody's going to have to have to play. Now, will that will that be Soroka? Will he be ready to go? I don't know. I I don't need Mike Soroka to come out and 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 pitch potentially this year as a starter. But certainly it will be a nice test to get him back on the mound and see what he can do. Finish the year out to what we do next year. I have heard that they're going to start his 30-day rehab clock soon. I'm not sure Good. when. Yeah. But I've heard that. Well, well, you know, Achilles, you know, and doing it twice, um, you know, at least we've gone almost the whole year without him doing anything else. Right. Um, and that is a tough thing to come back from. Uh, you had, was, Kobe Bryant had that one time, mm-hmm. and, and that was, uh, you know, things that can end careers <laughs> – for older Boy, guys, had to do, didn't he? yes, he did. Um, and then he tore his ACL. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, and you look how long it took him to come back mm-hmm. from that. Uh, it was half the basketball season before he got, and he really didn't get he's that much. A- into, no, you're right. He's still not, uh, you know, somebody that uh, needs this off season to get back and get better. Yes. They won a championship this year, which I hate that by the way, because, you know, I, I love the Lakers, but I also love the Grizzlies, and, and that should have been maybe a Grizzlies championship potentially. Um, so, but Clay Thompson um, was a guy they needed, but that was a guy they didn't count on heavily because, you know, you don't want to ruin a guy like that and, and a guy that, you know, still part of that three-man team they got. Uh, so, so with Soroka being a pitcher and as much torque and everything that he puts on there, much like a – basketball or football player goes, Mm -hmm. you know, you take your time. And with the rotation the way it is, you can take your time with a guy like that because, again, a talented guy like that, you don't want to burn out and 
and and him do something else, and all of a sudden you have another setback for a year. Right. Um. But I say that about Wheeler, but the the pitching staff is just loaded. It is, but again, John, you you know you can always look for um, you know you can always look for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's why whenever they start looking at trade, uh, what they want to do at the trade deadline, which again this is July, uh, so the trade deadline, you're going to hear more and more talk about it. I don't think we need to go out and seek anybody from the trade deadline because we're just, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Eddie Rosario's coming back. You know, that's going to add a bat to the lineup. Uh, Tyler Matzik's coming back. That's a that's an arm to the bullpen, which is good. You're going to get Ozzy Albies back very, very soon uh, from what he did to his uh, ankle. And so you're going to add pieces down the stretch. You're, you're going to add from within. So you don't We've have also to got Kirby coming back too yeah Kirby Yates uh exactly that's another arm in the bullpen um you know so I I you know I just think right now that you know a lot of people if the Braves don't do anything a lot of people are going to say well they they stand you know they stand pat they didn't do anything why didn't they do anything because they did so much last year they don't need to no they don't need to they they just added from within you know the Warriors you know we talk about the Warriors and how how uh good they were this year uh, you know, they've got some guys that didn't, you know, like James Wiseman, the guy they've had, you know, a Memphis guy. He didn't even play hardly this year. He's a guy that they could they could really use next year. But he's on their own team. Uh, mm-hmm. So they could just get stronger. I think that's the Braves. I think they just get stronger because these guys are coming back. You know, Eddie had um, a hit Monday night. And as my kids keep, keep saying, you know, that eye, you know, not being able to see those things, that's a problem. Right. So gets his first hit Monday night, which is good. And you're going to look and you're going to see that average at, at uh, you know, under 100, by the way. Well, that's, you know, just because he didn't have a great year to start to begin with. Right. Uh, and so you naturally thought, well, something's wrong. And, oh, wait, by the way, something was wrong. And so he goes and he has a, a, a great rehab stint. He comes up and all of a sudden gets his first hit. So I think that. You know, I, I just don't think we need to add anything. I don't – and, again, John, you know this. You know, we've been talking about these guys that are in the minor leagues and talking about who we have to give up to get somebody. And, mm-hmm. naturally, all these people look at pitchers. You know, and they right. think, oh, we can get a pitcher. You know, um, Tuki Toussaint was a guy that was supposed to be counted on very heavily. He was the next, you know, great thing coming out of the minors, and he did not have a very good uh, major league career – uh, was hurt on and off, uh, so hopefully he will go to the engine. But but most teams are going to look at pitching, uh, mm-hmm. and and we definitely have a load of pitching, and I don't want to give up that load of pitching, uh, no, because okay. I think you know as as you as we've talked about before, and giving up those guys we had to to Oakland, you know what's the price you want to give up to get somebody? And I don't I think the price is too high right now to get somebody. I would rather just stand pat and go with who we got. Um, but then again, are the Mets going to do anything? Do you keep, uh, do you keep somebody from going to the Mets by getting somebody? That's the other game you got to look at. There you go. Um, yeah. I just remembered the other picture that I know we'll get back to the Braves. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Ryan what? Cusick was the other, uh, up and coming pitcher that they traded to Oakland. Um, <laughs> 
Christian Pache is not doing so well, so that looks okay. Right. But Shay Langoliers is still kicking. Hell. So. Oh, John. Oh, it's my wife. You know, my wife would tell me, and I struggle with this because it never happened. She would always say, you need to get over that. Um, oh, nope. I, I... No, because <laughs> because once when they put that uniform on and they come up and, and you see them play and you're like, former brave, you know, yep. former brave. You know, uh, the other night, again, I'm not a huge Cardinal fan, so um, bear in mind we're going to talk about them here in a few minutes. Uh, so, and and if, if you listen to any of my ball games and my broadcast partner, Harold, Harold Houston Hack, what we call him, he's a Cardinal fan, okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we've had some great fun over the last, uh, you know, 15 years we've worked together as far as Braves Cardinals. That guy named Adam Wainwright. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that guy? Oh, wait. Former Brave. Former, former Brave. Yes. Former Brave. And what a career he's had mm-hmm. as a Cardinal. Yes, he's been hurt twice, but he's still going. And he is fantastic pitcher. Yes. Uh Will you know may not go into the you know uh, major league Hall of Fame, but he will certainly go into the Cardinal Hall of Fame oh, definitely. very easily. Um, and you know he's going out with the likes of Yadier Molina and mm-hmm. Albert Pujols. Uh, mm-hmm. You know responsible for a couple of championships for the Cardinals. Um, you know just because of his pitching and you know former Brave by the way. So and Bulldogs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that yeah, I struggle getting over those things, and and that that Langoliers kid, whenever he comes up, uh, you know, and he's on the fast track to the majors, you're gonna be looking at him going, that's eh, a catcher. We missed yep. out on that guy. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, if I'm not mistaken, Adam Wainwright is a former Wayne County Yellow Jacket. If I'm not mm. mistaken. There you go. Yeah, For got him all around. Sylvania, Georgia, on the yeah. coast down there. Yeah. 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 There we go. Um, um, I just, we, okay, so we digress, right? We digress. All right. Yeah. So Kyle Wright. Um, well, okay. Go back to Friday. Uh, Friday night. Max Reed pitches against the, for the Reds or for, against the Reds for the Braves. I'm tongue tied. You got me thinking about Georgia baseball. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Max pitch uh, Friday night. Good game. Seven innings. Well. Uh, four strikeouts, five hits, only gave up an earned run, and then McHugh and and uh, Bracco, the guy they've already sent down, by the way. Um, uh, but yeah, good game, nine to one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, coming off the loss to the Phillies, um, you know, losing that uh, game that they did to the Mets, and going back to um, you know what three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. So weren't able to, um, you know, weren't able to to you know gain any ground or, or they lost ground to the to the to the Mets after the Phillies lost. They came right back and, and got on them early, two runs in the first, three runs in the seventh, three runs in the eighth, a run in the ninth, ended up winning nine to one with twelve hits. Uh so the guy that is, you know, continues, you know, we roll over uh what, June first, uh and and the guy that continues or, or July first I should say uh, the guy that continues to be the hot hand, Andrew Swanson, with four hits that night, three RBIs, and goodness, uh, he's just been on fire of late and battling it out with Trey Turner to be the starter uh, for the uh, All-Star. Um, and, and, of course, with it being in, in L.A., who's probably going to win that battle? But 
anyway, Dansby, you know, deserves to be there more than anybody. Yeah. He has just been hot. And another four-hit night for him, uh, three RBIs, uh, just continued his hot hand. And, and, of course, Max, again, right there pitching very well um, and, and got the win. And, uh, you know, again, Max is Max. I mean, it's just he just goes out there and throws the ball and, and uh, you know, hey, uh, Snit, what, what do you need, uh, seven innings tonight? Oh, okay, that's fine. I'll go out there and throw seven and, and uh, you know, and they actually gave him some runs to work with very early, which – I know, right? Anytime you, yeah, anytime you give Max free to run or two, and he, he feels like it's like nine runs. Right. And, and they gave him – they gave him two, two runs early – uh, and then, you know, just added that three in the seventh uh, after that, after Max gave up one in the third, but added three in the seventh. And lo and behold, you know, it's it's lights out. And, and Max with another great game. And uh, just, I don't know, he just goes out there and throws the ball. That's what he does. Uh, doesn't let anything bother him. And, you know, if the umpire was, um, I, I watched um, uh, Urias uh, for the Dodgers uh, because I couldn't watch the Braves and the Cardinals because I'm blacked out. I actually got to watch the Red Series because I could watch the Reds broadcasters. That um, makes no sense. That doesn't, does it? I couldn't watch the Braves. But then last night, or I should say Monday night, I was going to watch the Mets and the Reds uh, just to see what was going on. I couldn't watch that. So I, I don't know, you know, Major League Baseball on these blackout rules. It's not like I'm going to run up to St. Louis or Atlanta you know, four hours away, six hours away from me in Atlanta. Not like I'm going to run down there and watch the game, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, it's just frustrating. Uh, so, and I never have been able to, but anyway, we'll we'll get over that. That's something that my wife would say I need to get over too, but I haven't in the last, <laughs> I don't know, 20-something years. So, yeah. um, but but Max, just Max, and as I watched Urias last night, he was a little frustrated with the uh, umpire on some calls. I don't know that Max would – show any frustration anytime mm-hmm. uh, any anytime he would keep the straight face that's what I always told my kid too I said look you just go out there and you pitch regardless of what happens keep the same face if you are frustrated put that glove up to your face put it up there you can you can be angry as much as you want to with that glove up your face don't show it to the umpire because I can't tell whether you're smiling or you're mad and when you pull the glove away you look exactly like you do when you get ready to pitch and he mm-hmm. keep that straight face. And, and Max is kind of the same way. He just goes out and he throws the ball and, you know, give me a run and, and I'll act like it's 10. Uh, and, and I'll go out there and, and they're going to struggle and they're not going to be able to do anything. And, and he is just fantastic. I should have said this before we started this uh, this segment, but um, Ed Morlo, if you're listening, you might want to wait like 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, let's, let's warn him. Uh, you know, they did get a win on Sunday. Yeah, he can come back for that part. Yeah, which, anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) Um, You've already mentioned Dansby in this. Um, Would he be your standout player for this 9-1 victory? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And, and again, we rolled over to July 1, and he had a very hot June, and he comes out with a hot July as well to start, and he's continued that. Uh, Austin Riley with another good night. I believe he had a home run that night, too. Um, So – I mean, what do you, you know, finally getting him going again, maybe a little bit. Um, and, and the bottom part of the order uh, with Duval and Arcia with a hit apiece. And Michael Harris going through a little bit of a struggle right now, which, oh, by the way, did we expect that? Yes, we did. Uh, 
you know, but still hitting in that nine hole uh, and still playing great defense. So that's all I need out of him. You know, I don't need anything else. So when you said hot July, it made me think of a strawberry wine. So (laughs) I don't really read them. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll talk about anything on this show, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So moving on to Saturday, Spencer Strider is on the mound and he pitches well again. Uh, Win them four to one. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer, uh, you know, again, uh, got to, you know, uh, give a little bit of national TV audience. Um, but another sixth inning game for him uh, with 11 strikeouts and, um, you know, fantastic, uh, fantastic again. Uh, mentor Chavez, you know, Chavez came in and struck out three guys. Uh, Will Smith uh, finished it off and uh, with, but he did walk too and, Got into a little bit of trouble uh, Monday night as well uh, with some of those struggles before finally finishing it off. But but Will Smith coming back uh, and uh, getting a strikeout and uh, walking. But um, again, uh, that that guy at the top of the order, Danji Swanson, had three more hits. So I mean, what what can you say? And and Austin Riley with two more hits himself with two RBIs. So uh, you know, uh, a, another great effort. Uh, and it's exactly what you asked. They come out, you know, they score one in the second, one in the fourth, two in the seventh. It's four to one. They win the game. The Reds only were able to put one run up on the board. But but Spencer Strider just doing the job again, another quick game. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what he does. And I think, uh, you know, Spencer is my kind of pitcher. He goes out, he throws, he gets them out, he finishes, he gets that offense, which has been extremely hot lately. He gets them back in to be able to hit. He puts their pitcher back out on the mound who may have struggled. He doesn't have enough time to think, oh, no, i, I got to go back out there again. And and I think that's what I like. I love that out of Spencer Strider. But another 11 strikeouts again uh, in six innings. And uh, so, one, you know, one thing about this year, regardless of if we win the World Series or not, Spencer Strider is probably going to be one of the biggest surprises of the year. And if you ask anybody across – the uh, the major league baseball world, you know that's a tough guy to go off of. Now you know he. It's funny how you. It's funny how you look at these things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know he he did hit somebody. Um, Kyle Walker, I believe, is who he hit at about 102 miles an hour. Um, and and they were thinking, you know, I, you know David Bell came out and was mad and actually thought, I guess that Spencer Strider should have been kicked out. Um, and you know, I, I was thinking, let me think about that for just a second. I, I was, and again, I mean this in no disregard, but that was an idiotic move on his part because there's a guy at the top of our order that got hit as well, and that guy named Ronald Acuna. Uh-huh. Um, and he was hit a couple of times uh, over the weekend as well, and the umps didn't think anything of it and mm-hmm. didn't do anything about it. So why would they need to do anything about this game here and throw Spencer Strider out for hitting a guy named Kyle Walker. There was no intent, and even Kyle Walker said it as well, that there was no intent. Um, but sometimes as a manager, you forget what your team did um, in right. hitting Acuna, and Acuna's been hit enough times as it is by the Marlins, and they've never done anything about nope. that. So why would they want to do anything now? And I didn't understand why he went out there and got so mad, because Acuna had been hit. Right. So, you know, in the baseball world, in the old school days, uh, with stuff like that, um, you know, you hit your star guy, 
and a guy throwing 102 miles an hour, boy, that's a guy. I don't think I want to hit anybody that day. No, because no. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that stands up there next and gets hit. Right. Uh, because that could hurt. Uh, now, granted, you don't want to throw at the hands or anything like that. Because yes, um, you know that that you can, uh, you know, break a hand, break a finger, something like that. But right. um, Anyway, I, I just thought it was a, 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 a crazy move on his part to come out and, and argue that, considering Acuna had been hit enough times already as it is. Right, right. Um, so the Braves ended up winning 4-1, to one, starter pitch as well. Um, who would you say your standout would be from this game? Well, you know, I, I could give it to Dansby once again, but I got I to gotta go with Strider. You know, six innings. I, oh, by the way, I only gave up one hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. One hit, one earned run, one walk, and 11 strikeouts. And, again, what happens with what you expect from Spencer Strider is when he gets to that 80, 85 pitch mark, he's going to start falling off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to start struggling. He's going to start walking people. He only, only had one walk in the game, and he only gave up one run. So it's that point where that, that's where I want to see Spencer Strider get stronger and stronger is when he hits about that 85 pitch mark to make sure that control is there, and it definitely was in this game, and he ended up finishing with six innings. So my guy, Spencer Strider. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, Ed, you can come back and listen now. Uh, on Sunday. Uh, do we have to? Man. <laughs> it was a good game. Uh, yeah. The Braves ended up lo- losing 4-3 to three on a walk-off. Um, uh, it was one to nothing for a long time, and then the Reds come back 3-1. to one. Um, going to the top of the ninth, I think it was Marcelo Zuna hit the solo shot, and then yes. Michael Harris hit the solo yes. shot. Yeah, tie it up, absolutely. And then the Reds walk it off. Yes, you know we jumped up early, and this is a disappointing this disappointing from the standpoint that Charlie Morton pitched a great game. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, he he pitched seven innings. He only gave up one hit, walked one guy, struck ten out. Okay, um, right. and so. Back-to-back Sundays where the starting pitcher uh, should have been the winner. Spencer Strider should have got it, I believe, the Sunday before against the Dodgers, maybe. I think that's right, somewhere in there. Um, and, and now Charlie Morton should have got the win on Sunday. You know, disappointing the fact that he didn't get the win, much like Kyle Wright. Monday night, uh, that was rain circumstances. But, um, you know, they had a one nothing lead, and then the uh, Reds against Colin McHugh, which is a surprising you know, he struggled. I wasn't able to um, to watch the game. I was watching it on the app, and then I turned the radio on uh, just because I thought, okay, I'm getting I'm getting tired of this. My app's a little bit slow. But the problem is, when I listen to the stream of the radio, it's behind. Uh, right. So, so anyway, so and then Ozuna hit the home run. I'm like, all right, you know, here we come. We're on to come back. And then all of a sudden, it's Todd and Harris hit the homer, and then uh, and then it was Minter who did not get an out in the uh, bottom of the ninth. Then I was thinking, okay, it's tied. Now guess what we're going to do? Go to extra innings. Uh, but Mentor didn't get an out. Uh, walked a guy, uh, gave up two hits. Uh, and uh, anyway, lo and behold, a uh, run score. Hit a guy, I think, too. Uh, so, um, you know, run scores and they win the game. And we give them a game. Uh, the problem is we lost the game uh, to the Mets and we go back to three and a half because of that. But that's okay. Uh, you know, uh, Charlie Morton, hats off to him. He pitched a fantastic game, and uh, we just didn't give enough run support. 
uh, and and couldn't win it in the end. AJ Minter is not going to struggle like that very often. So that's no, no, no. Look, look. If you go back in the times that Minter has pitched, um, you know, he he will have that. I just that's a hiccup, you know. Right. Uh, and again, that's a guy that you want to throw right back out there and say, okay, it's all right. I know what happened. It's okay. He's had those struggles before. Usually it amounts to about one game, and after that he'll give you about ten where he's just good. Hey, look, that's a pitcher. Uh, that's going to happen. Um, you know, you look at a pitcher, you know, ball coming out flat, and they're killing it. You know, and the next night the ball is coming out, and they're like going, where in the world? How? That's a strike. Where did that come from? You know, it's got right. so much movement on it. So, you know what? That's a story of a pitcher. And that's okay. A.J. Minter last year during that run, a guy that had to go down to the minors to figure out what he was doing and came back up, and all of a sudden it's like he was lights out. And uh, so I, I can live with games like that. That's, you know, it's going to happen. In the life of a pitcher, it is going to happen. Um, so who would you say that this, uh, your player of the game would be for this game? Uh, my player of the game, I'm going to go uh, back. I'm going to go to Austin Riley. Okay. Um, had two hits. Acuna had two hits at the top. Ozuna had, I, I look, I, I agree. Ozuna had a couple homers. Um, um, Ozuna's got to get it. I got to get Azuna better. I got to get Azuna more consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Riley was consistent all weekend, which was great. Uh, had a couple hits in each game, which is great turning it back on. So, um, you know, I, for me, Ozuna's got to give me a little bit more um, and, and give me, you know, a better hits, better average, stuff like that. Uh, and, and look, maybe next year when they go away with a shift, Ozuna might have a, be- might have a better average. Uh, just because those guys won't be playing so much into that. But you know what? It's like Dansby and, and Riley at times have done, learn to hit the ball the other way. They stop right. playing the shift on you. That's an easy thing to do. Learn to hit the ball the other way. Right. Easiest pie. Everybody wants to hit the home run. I get it. But not every time you're going to hit a home run. And Correct. it's okay. Hit the ball the other way. Anyway, sorry. I, we digress I, again. I agree completely. Yeah. Um. And now for the series that we, Neil Bradley doesn't want to hear about. Ha! Yeah. Um, this, you there? This, yeah, this is my – this is – look, I, you know, I, I live about three and a half hours from St. Louis, and so everybody in my area is a Cardinal fan. So, um, you know, I get looked at very badly for not being a Cardinal fan. And I have not – I've never been a Cardinal fan. Never, by the way. Let me repeat that. Never. Um, and, and that's because everybody in this area likes the Cardinals fans. So this is a series that I, that I do not like. I, I don't look forward to this series. Um, and, you know, obviously if we win, that's great. But everybody's <laughs> going to look back to a couple of years ago when, you know, the, the Cardinals beat the Braves in that last game of the, what, the champion, not the, the, the divisional playoffs. Um, we, we don't and, talk and, about that. I know. And ended up scoring a billion runs in the first inning. And, you know, they, they go back and they look at that. So uh, I, I tend to think, oh, well, we won the World Series last year. Uh, oh, did you guys make the playoffs last year? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, anyway, but so, that's me. But I, I'm not a big fan of the series, but you got to play them. Kyle Wright's on the mound last night, which is Monday night as we're talking. And right. one run, it was an earn-earn run, and the Braves were up 6-1 to one when the rain hit. They ended up winning 6-3. to three. I believe six three. Yeah, 
Six to three. Okay. That's it. You got it. Yeah, and and um, you know Kyle Wright was uh, dealing, and he was looking to go. I think he was at seventy pitches uh, whenever uh, the fifth inning was going to start. Uh, mm-hmm. So you were kind of hoping that he could uh, minimize and get through. Uh, you know, only through nine pitches in the first inning, which was great. Uh, and then the Braves came up and and uh, just really got things going and got him uh, got him a run early, and then got him five thanks to Dansby Swanson's bases clearing um, double so in the second inning. So really gave him run support right off the bat. Uh, and, you know, pitched four innings, uh, three hits, uh, one one walk, two strikeouts. So, uh, and again, as you're right, no earned run. So that one run he gave up was an unearned run. Uh, nice night. I, you wish that the rain had maybe come after the fifth inning. Right. So that he could have got a win out of it. You know, that would have been win number 10. As we talked about early in this podcast, that would have put him up there with two others. Uh, would have made three now guys with 10, uh, 10 wins on the season. So, and Gonsolin for the Dodgers is pitching fabulous. I watched him the other night too. Yeah. So, um, and the reason I say I watch those guys is because those are West Coast teams. You know, you can watch them later on in the night. So after, you know, after the Braves game over, I can tune over and watch um, you know, the, the Dodgers and the Padres. I think we had a great discussion with my wife over the weekend about how she dislikes the Padres colors because they look like a certain thing, you know, like um, uh, poop, basically. Okay. She, so she does not like the colors. And we had a great discussion of their mascot, um, the you know, or the, or the one, the, the chicken, not the chicken, but why they wore the, uh, not their mascot, why they wore that patch on their uniform of the friar. Uh, so, we had a great discussion about that and still never really got that solved because sometimes she just doesn't understand. And so it was great. Uh, it was fun. And that went on for about an hour and I'm still not sure why we got into that. So is it, I should have, doesn't should've, Padre mean uh, like father and then father? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We, friar. yeah, we went, yeah, we went like uh, we, the discussion was about friars, monks, uh, the Pope, priests, all those cardinals, all those things. We got into all that, okay? okay. I mean, all of that. Mm-hmm. And and it was just like, oh, my God. And it was, you know, I think she was still going on even when we went to bed. Um, and, and it was like, oh, my God. I should have just said, you know what? The patch doesn't mean a thing. Their mascot is really the chicken, okay? Because the San Diego chicken was what you – that's the mascot you always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, between him and the Philly fanatic – those were the two that were in the early days of baseball with mascots. They were fantastic. Oh, know? yeah. So uh, I love Blooper, by the way. I think he's funny. He's great. Um, but the Fanatic and the Chicken were the two mascots. So, anyways, a long discussion. But I get to watch games like that. Um, and and so – but Gonsolin having a great year. But Kyle Wright had a chance to go for win number 10 and didn't get it. And it's not his fault. Uh, and it's not the you know the Braves didn't do anything either. They didn't no. you know give up uh, six runs and and he lose the game or anything. It's just as a pitcher, you go out there, you warm up, you expect to pitch uh, you know consecutively and not have an hour or I don't know how long the rain delay is about two hours I guess wasn't it? Somewhere it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Two so, hours and thirty seven minutes if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, did I tell you I couldn't watch the game? But anyway, we'll we'll go on from that. Um, so. <laughs> You know, they get started, and you can't bring him back out. Uh, So you knew it was going to be a bullpen game, and Chavez came in. Yeah, Chavez gave up a couple of earned runs, 
but also Jesse Chavez is liable to go out there and pitch an inning where he strikes out three guys. Right. So uh, he pitched two innings. O'Day pitched an inning, struck out a couple. Dylan Lee came in. Who can give you more than an inning? He could have. He could have been the Chavez guy uh, coming in there to 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 start the fifth and pitched you a couple innings. And then Will Smith finished up, although he struggled. We talked about that earlier. Gave up a hit and two walks. And if you're looking at that in the grand scheme of things, oh, wait, he loaded the bases. Well, he struck out two guys as well. So, anyway, so as we, uh, you know, finish up, he finished the game up, and we end up winning, uh, you know, night number one against the Cardinals. So who would you say your player of this game would be? Uh, My player of this game, I'm going to go with Matt Olson. I could go with Danji Swanson since he cleared the bases there uh, for uh, to give him that, you know, back into that five runs. But Olsen had two hits, uh, had a walk, uh, so was on base three times, had uh, two RBIs. Uh, so that's that's my guy for this game. So, and, and Eddie, hey, welcome back, Eddie Rosario, too. Exactly. He had a hit, one of four on the night. Uh, so, that, you know, I no no complaints with Eddie coming back, that's for sure. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, Tuesday night, the Braves will send Ian Anderson to the mound. And I can't pronounce the Cardinals pitcher. Name. Uh, you know, Palante, I guess, is how – something like that. Um, yeah, you know, Anderson – correctly, so. <laughs> Anderson at 6-5, and five and his ERA has been climbing. Uh, Cardinals at 2-3 and three at 2.10. So, not a bad um, – no. not a bad pitcher going out there. Uh, Miles Mikolas uh, going on uh, Wednesday night, five and six with a two point six one ERA. Uh, good old Max coming out uh, eight and two, two point six eight ERA, and then uh, Libertori going uh, on Thursday two and one, five point six zero, and and Spencer Strider coming back out at four and two with a two point eight seven ERA. So good pitching matchups, um, you know. So uh, hopefully getting set up. Uh, for what uh, will be coming up over the next uh, week or so, and that's the Mets coming to town. Uh, so, um, and as it looks like right now, if I were setting up my pitching staff uh, with Max going tonight, um, I should say Max going, excuse me, Max going uh, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were looking at it, especially with Strider going um, on Thursday, Against the Nationals, you're going to have uh, Charlie Morton. You're going to have Kyle Wright and Ian Anderson. And then um, Max Fried's going to lead off Monday against the Mets. There so we go. You're setting it up to have, you know, your top guys going. Spencer Strider would be on Tuesday. Charlie Morton would come out on Wednesday. So you're setting up to have three different pitchers go against the Mets. Max Fried being the lefty going. Spencer Strider going to come out and throw – nine million miles an hour. Charlie Morton going to mix it up with off-speed stuff. So, you know, three different guys going against the Mets. And if I had to choose, uh, that would be it. Although you'd like to see Kyle Wright get in there uh, if possible. But there's a five-game series coming up with the Mets. And guess Mm. what? Everybody's going to get to pitch against the Mets when they go to New York. Right. Uh, So, personally, I'd rather have Kyle Wright pitching at home rather than going to New York and having to pitch. But three guys coming up, which will be great uh, to start that Mets series. And, again, for me, this week, I think, ever so important, not only for the Mets, but for the Braves as well. You know, Mets lose and Braves win. 
I want to be within that one and a half, two and a half games when mm-hmm. we go to when when they come to town. And the reason I say that is because you know the pressure is going to be on the Mets personally mm-hmm. um, because the Braves are chasing; they're right there. The Mets know it. They have something to prove, and sometimes when you have something to prove, you can overdo it and lose it. Right. Uh, and being right there at about two and a half, that means if you win a game, and you'd like to win that first game, by the way, you win that first game, and now all of a sudden you're a game and a half, and the pressure gets even harder. And worse comes to worst, if you win two out of three, then you're at one and a half when you leave. Or worst thing that happens, you go back to three and a half. Uh, and then, but I want to be about that two and a half, love to be about one and a half, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but boy, I'd love to be close because you put the pressure on. And I believe the Braves have put the pressure on the Mets of late and they have been looking in your rear view mirror. And when you do that, boy, you, you, you start to struggle a little bit. Now, granted, they're going to get Scherzer and DeGrom back too. That's going to certainly help them out. But, um, you know, right now we take advantage of, of situations and lo and behold, you know, we're three and a half games out of first place, which is better than what we were at 10 games, I believe, when we started the month of July of June. Uh, and, and we went on that big run and had a oh, great yeah. month, a record setting, a record tying month. So, you know, we're coming. Definitely, definitely. Um, now, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to this whole series, but two young pitchers that I'm looking forward to seeing is Strider versus Libertor. Uh, uh, Libertor from, that's Matt Libertor, correct? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. He's, I think he's second or third year in the major in the, yes. uh, for the Cardinals. And he, yeah, I've always liked, yeah. he's impressive. So I, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Well, um, well, you know, of course they're missing out, you know, the Mets missing out on clarity. Um, and, uh, you know, that's always a, an interesting story because I've, if I recall correctly, um, Flaherty, Lucas Giolito, and Max Freed were all teammates. Yes, they were uh, in high school. Uh, so, but the Mets, are, I mean, the Cardinals are missing out on Flaherty. You know, the thing about the Cardinals, they have always been able, they have never gone after that big name pitcher. Mm-hmm. And you would think that within their organization, that would be, and they've never really had a big name pitcher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the last guy that I can remember that they actually had come up through their farm system. You got to go all the way back to the mid eighties and a guy by the name of Joaquin Andohar. Um, I mean, and he was a, he was a good pitcher uh, and, and was there for, for several years. Uh, but other than that, they haven't really had that guy, big pitcher. Flaherty might be the next guy and he's certainly good, but he's had arm trouble mm-hmm. and that's a struggle. Adam Wainwright, not a Cardinal by trade, he was a brave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, he's, um, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's one of those where they never have gone after the big name pitcher. Uh, and, and that's, I don't think they ever will. They never have. They've always had these guys, they pieced together and been able to, to win games. And it's an organization that's great to play for. The fans are fabulous. Everybody says, you know, and, and if, and honestly, if I couldn't play for the Braves, I, I hate to say it, I would want to go play for the Cardinals because the fans are fabulous. Mm-hmm. They love they love you. The, the organization's great. They love you. And it seems like they just keep plugging the holes and finding people. Harrison Bader, who would ever thought a guy like that 
and he's been a star. You know, Tommy Pham, another guy. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on of guys that they've had in their organization that they brought up that they seem to plug in. Uh, Matt Carpenter, a guy there for a long time. Albert Pujols came up in the organization. Um, you know, you can go on and on. Um, you know, and, and obviously one of the great Cardinals that ever played the game, Ozzie Smith, he was not a Cardinal by trade. He was a Padre originally. But you would almost think how he played there for so long that you never knew that he would be a, a Padre. Um, right. So, but, but anyway, they seem to be able to find guys and plug them in uh, and, and, and win games. Very rarely do they go under 500. Very rarely do they miss out on the playoffs. And when they do, usually it's bad, but usually the next year they come back and are fantastic. So um, it's just a, a good organization, and, and uh, who knows uh, what's to come for the Cardinals. But they have struggled of late. Uh, the Brewers seem to have gotten things back together. Um, so I just hope they continue struggling at least for the next two, two or three games. So I got three things to mention right quick, and then um, before I forget them. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my wife last night, and I was like, I really like the fact that they played this game on July 4th because sure. it's two traditional teams. When you think of baseball, yeah. summer baseball, you think Cardinals, Braves, you think Yankees, yeah. Mets, or Yankees, yeah. Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know. Yeah, and, two, two longstanding teams, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I, li- I like that. Yes. Yeah. As far as I know, there's still another phenom pitcher in the – Cardinals organization, who I hope will come up in the future, Tony Losey. He's a bulldog, guys. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then um, my third topic, and this is kind of random, but uh, do you remember Randy Johnson playing for the Braves? Uh, no, I don't. How long is that? Um, how, when was that? 1982, 1983, 1984. Not that, wow. Randy Johnson. Oh, not that Randy Johnson. Um, yeah, boy, I have to go back in the, I have to go back in the way back machine because I can still probably tell you the lineup from 1982 if you'd like. Um, this was so, a second baseman. Um, okay, so didn't get to play much because Glenn Hubbard played there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the second baseman at the time. So yeah, yeah. I, just, I thought I'd throw that little tidbit in there. And, uh... is, is that the shorter version of Randy Johnson? I think so, anybody's a shorter version. That's true, yes. Anybody, definitely anybody is shorter than Randy Johnson, yes. The reason yes. I brought him up is because I was listening to a podcast this morning called Two Strike Noise, and they always do a podcast or a debut of the week or whoever debuted on that day. And there was right. another Randy Johnson that debuted uh, <laughs> today on July 5th. So there were that's three funny. Randy Johnsons back in the early Yeah, the late- I'm, I'm sure, I you know, I've forgotten a lot of things back in that time, but um, you know, that Randy Johnson was on a team with uh, Dale Murphy, Chris Chambliss, Bob Horner, um, you know, Claudel Washington. Brett Butler was on that 82 team before being traded out uh, mm-hmm. to go to the uh, Indians for Lynn Barker, by the way. Bad trade. Um, <laughs> so uh, terrible trade, by the way. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, you know, Glenn Hubbard was the second baseman um, at the time. So, uh, he did not get to play a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so anyway, it didn't turn out very well. The other Randy Johnson, the taller version, had the much better career. Yes, yes he did. Definitely. Rest in peace to that bird. Yes, rest in peace. Absolutely. 
<laughs> well, yep, man, that's about all I got. You got anything else? I don't. Uh, go Braves, all I can say, and uh, hope everybody has a good rest of the week, and uh, we'll get back together and uh, talk more baseball and hopefully talk more wins. But that Mets series is inching closer, and that should be it, – it's going to get a lot more fun. Definitely. Well, we'll be back talking to your ears on Friday sometime. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at the oh, – that's my spot. I was going to say the yes. blog on your ears. That's my Twitter. That's um, it, yes. Ethos Braves is the show Twitter, and the old, wise, gray-haired Jeremy Bell is on <laughs> the old Facebook. I am. You can follow me there. I'm very boring, by the way, so um, I hope you don't think we are boring on this one. <laughs> I don't think we are. I think people I don't are, us, are comedy. That's right. That's um, right. Well, as always, thanks for listening to the podcast. Like, share, follow on the platform. And as always, guys, go Braves. Go Braves.